You're listening to the Northfield Radio Program, where faith, family, and culture all collide with the biblical worldview. There is a war that's raging for the hearts and the minds and the spirits of men and women. And you and I, as Christians, are on the forefront of that battle. The question is, what will you do? To find out more about the Northfield Radio Program and Caleb Gordon, go to www.calebgordon.com. Hello, my friends. Welcome to another episode of the Northfield Radio Program. As always, I'm just super excited that you're here with us. Thank you for taking time out of your schedule to listen to this program. Um, Also, I want to say thank you to our friends at Outpost Coffee. Have you tried Outpost Coffee? Seriously, if you have not tried Outpost Coffee, you need to get down there and get your hands on some of this caffeine. Will absolutely blow your mind. Check them out at outpostcoffeeco.com. Okay, so over the last several weeks, I've seen on social media uh, this thing called Drag Queen Story Hour, and they're grown men who dress up like women or dress up like some sort of a fairy or some weird thing, and they come in and they they read stories to young children, like small children, about different topics that um, sort of kind of are tolerance for the gay community. And so these, these grown men sit with small children in their presence and read these stories dressed up like drag queens, dressed up like women or fairies or whatever they want to dress like. And I'm telling you, this is, this is not a good thing. This is not a good thing. If you want to dress up like a drag queen and do that on your own time away from children, that's fine. But I'm telling you, 10 years ago, had there been a group of grown men trying to get around small children dressed up like that and talking about sexual things, there would have been massive backlash. But because we live in this this age of, well, we can't, we can't talk about those kind of guys and, and, you know, might offend somebody or hurt somebody's feelings. Well, we need to offend somebody. It is time to offend somebody when it comes to this thing of dressing up like a woman if you're a man and going in and talking about sexual things to a three-year-old. My three-year-old doesn't need to know about Sex doesn't need to talk about sex. They're three. They need to be a child. My four-year-old, five-year-old, six-year-old, seven-year-old, eight-year-old, nine-year-old doesn't need to be sitting around thinking and talking about sex. It just doesn't need to happen. And that we're doing this to our children is child abuse. It's wrong. And I'm thinking to myself, how in the world can we fight this? What do we need to do to fight this? Because it does need to be fought against. It's time for somebody to stand up and say, listen, these guys are perverts and they need to be treated like perverts. They don't need to be put into a protected class of, oh, well, they're just trying to you know, educate the children. They're indoctrinating the children into what it looks like to have different types of unbiblical, unhealthy sexual roles. And then we wonder why we have so many problems with our world in which we live. Well, because we're teaching our small children that dressing up like a woman, if you're a man, and talking about sex when you're three is a normal thing. It's not a normal thing. It is an ungodly thing to do this. And we do not need to be doing this to our children. Rather, we need to be letting our kids be kids. Let our three-year-olds be three-year-olds and be play with blocks and, and cars and let them just be kids. Stop trying to indoctrinate your kids into just insanity. And once again, I'll go back to this. I've said this before on the radio program. You as a Christian parent had better be teaching and indoctrinating your kids because someone's going to try to. The education system's trying to. They'll go into the stupid library now. They're trying to indoctrinate your kids. 
you as Christian parents better be staying alert. First Peter tells you to be alert. Stay alert to what's going on. And so I want to try to pursue in some way to talk about what in the world is happening. How can we fight against this? Well, there is a group that is attempting to do that. The group's name is actually 500 Moms Stronger. And it's a group that is attempting to shed light on all of the activities that are taking place with these organizations. And so I want to talk to someone that's sort of kind of heading this up. She's in Spokane, Washington, and her name is Anna Boach. So I hope that this conversation encourages you and challenges you to actually step out and do something in your community. Welcome to the Northfield Nation, Anna Boach. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing really, really well. So I... A friend of mine told me about what you're doing, and I've seen all these things being posted on social media. So tell me, Anna, about 500 Moms Stronger and what, what that okay. is. Well, our organization is actually 500 Moms Strong. Strong. I apologize. Um, we have Strong. Our Facebook page is 500 Moms Stronger because our original page was shut down by Facebook for hate speech. Oh, shocking. Um, you know, for calling drag queens um, fake women. So, uh, yeah, so our organization, we started it to um, combat drag queen story hour and the trans agenda and for grooming children and for, you know, promoting uh, drag queens. And uh, we believe that it's woman-based misogyny and gender appropriation. So uh, we decided to make a stand against it um, and for children and, and for women. Wow. So you're, you're just, I mean, you're not trained in this kind of thing. You're not some. You're not somebody that's done. No, I'm just. I'm just a mom, and I, you know, decided that you know something needed to be done. I had heard about drag queen story hours happening in cities across the country, and I said to myself that if it ever came to my town, I was going to do something about it, and I wasn't just going to sit back and let it happen. And so. So okay. So just so the listeners know, you're you're where? Where do you live? I live in Spokane, Washington. Okay, so obviously this the the drags. Queen Story Hour came to Spokane, Washington. As it came first to our, the, it was the South Hill Spokane Public Library, um, and they were going to be doing a, um, a drag queen story hour. Okay, so and, you did know, you go? Did you actually go to one of these events? Did you go see it firsthand? <laughs> no. What I did is I formed a protest of the event. Okay. And so I went on Facebook, I started 500 Moms Strong, and I, you know, announced the event, and I started to contact the media and um, let people know what was going on, um, that this was coming to our town, and we needed to do something about it, because it's clearly child grooming. I've seen pictures of, you know, these men, you know, these disgusting, seductive costumes, some of them wearing, like, um, S&M sex gear, <sighs> and reading to little children, and I was... What are they, okay, so what are they reading? Outraged by um, them, you know, violating the innocence of children and yeah. mocking and dehumanizing women in this fashion and taking us down to the very base level of what it means to be a woman. And so, you know, I decided that I'm going to stand up, I'm not going to take this, and I'm going to form a protest. <laughs> and so, informing the protest, um, uh, the... The other side created a, a group called 500 Drag Queen Strong, and so <laughs> they had their own group, and 
they decided they were going to counter protest our protest and they um, spread a bunch of lies and said that they had threatened the drag queen, uh, threatened the killer, which was absurd, never did it. And um, they said that I was involved with right wing groups in the militia and <laughs> they called the police and said that I was dangerous and was going to show up with guns and shoot them, which is absolutely the most insane thing I've ever heard in my life. And so we showed up for the protest on the 15th of June, and there were um, over 40 police officers present with snipers on the library roof with guns pointed at, you know, 300 moms standing on the side of the street praying. Are you kidding um, me? To defend drag queens from scary moms. <laughs> wait, okay, wait, 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 wait. So grown men who dress up like women were having this yes. event reading, uh, like, I don't know what they're reading to these children... Uh, I'm assuming they're reading uh, uh, um, drag queen books and um, LGBTQ books. Oh, great! So um, we're educating five-year-olds on what daddies are books about how um, uh, a clam has the wrong color wrapper. It's a transgender clam. These are the books they're reading to children. Um, and, you know, a lot of people told me, like, well, if you don't like it, don't go. And I'm like, well, you know, that, that is not an answer. I mean, my tax dollars go to support the library. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not going to sit by if a group of KKK members came and decided to read, you know, Uncle Tom to some kids. It's like they're, you know, it's the same thing. It's like you have... You have to uh, stand up for what's wrong. You can't just sit back and let injustice happen. Yeah, absolutely. Because I was going to say, if if there was if this was any other organization that was doing something like this, if there was a you know, like, I love the illustration you just used. If there was a KKK group, KKK group that went out and said they wanted to read you know some sort of racist literature to children, there would be a national outcry. It would it'd be all over CNN, MSNBC. It'd be everywhere that this this hate group is out doing. This hateful action, which and it should be called that, but we've got grown men who are dressed up like women, and at the pictures that I've seen, they, I mean, they're wearing just uh, nothing yeah, short of and just, you it's know, gross. Doing things like uh, strip teasing for the kids and having them put dollar bills in their wait. You know, did pictures. you just say they are stripping in for the, the children, or they're you know doing other grotesque things? We have a five hundred mom strong group in. Um, the Seattle area, and they went to the, they hosted a teen drag event in Seattle, and at the teen event, they were, you know, passing out condoms and leave and explaining how to uh, make a dental dam um, out of a condom to warm all sex to uh, 10, 10 and up children. Are you serious? And they were, you know, telling people how to have safe anal sex and how to do fisting and how, you know how to uh, acquire hormone replacement therapy and they were raffling off chest binders for young girls to bind their breasts. And and they were just, you know, handing this stuff out like it's candy to 10 year olds Oh. My. Goodness. The, yeah, I, I did not know it was that extreme. Had, so we had um, some ladies over there go in undercover and film all of this and it's it's happening. Our, our libraries are turning into child sex brothels. Oh my goodness! The, the, and I, I, this is the thing that boggles my mind: is is 
you know, people are saying, oh, you, you shouldn't say things about these guys that are just trying to just promote literature and reading and, and just education. And I'm thinking to myself, my three-year-old or my 10-year-old or my four-year-old or however old your small child is that you take to these library events doesn't need to know about sex. They need to know about being a kid, doing things yeah. that are, the kids do. Exactly. Oh, and my it's, gosh. It's, it's definitely sexual grooming of children. So, I, and, and the other thing, too, is like people need to realize that this is woman face. It's the same thing as blackface. They're mocking and dehumanizing what it means to, uh, to be a woman. And it's more than just the drag. It's the transgender movement. We've actually surprisingly had a lot of support from lesbian feminists who have been on our side and supporting us. Even though we're Christian conservative women who are standing out there, they've actually come alongside us and given us support because... As lesbian women, they have been being harassed by the trans women, trans women or which are men who are pretending to be women, um, trying to force themselves on on the women who are lesbians and trying to force themselves to go into women's bathrooms and exposing mm-hmm. themselves to young girls. So we have formed an unlikely alliance, you know, to defend women and to defend our children. The, uh, this is this is uh, to me just sounds demonic in nature. It, I just... Well, it's absolutely demonic. And, you know, I I am a pro-life advocate as well, and I've been protesting abortion for many, many years. And I would get, you know, I would get harassment from the left for my, my pro-life work, but nothing compares to what I have received for protesting this drag queen story hour. It's the <clears throat> most sacred thing that they can do is to corrupt children. Yeah, because if and you could... Honestly, I think that the spiritual thing is that you know, a baby is aborted and it's going to go to heaven. Mm-hmm. But if they can get their hands onto a child yep. and destroy this child's life and lead them into hell, then, you know, yep. Satan is winning. So this is, you know, this is definitely a spiritual battle that we're facing. It is. It's absolutely a huge spiritual battle. And we as parents, I cannot agree more, need to stand up because this is a war that is taking place right in front of our eyes. You know, everybody says, oh, I wish I could get involved with, you know, God's work, well, this is, if you want to get involved with God's work, get involved with defending these people, defending, not yeah, not, not the know, transgender people. Ordinary wives and mothers. I was uh, recently at an event with the activist mommy, and she gave a sermon at a church service after the event, and she told us the, the story of Deborah and Jael, and they were just identified in the Bible as wives and moms. God used, they, God used these unlikely wives and mothers to, you know, defeat this great evil that came against them. And it was women, you know, who stood up and God used women to defeat this great evil. Mm. So it's like my message is to other moms across the country. It's like, you know, we have a lot of power in who we are as mothers and in God. And you know, we can accomplish, you know, anything with God on, on our side. So... I, I absolutely encourage other mothers to stand up and start, you know, their own groups. And we help um, other ladies across the country and, you know, moms and dads both form 500 Mom Strong groups and support them and help them to protest and make a stand against this evil. Because if we don't stand up and stop this now, what kind of future are we going to leave to our children? Who are our children going to grow up to marry? Who are they going to have to live with in society and work with and vote for if we don't, you know, stand up and say, no, this isn't okay, we're not going to accept it. Yeah, when the Bible, in Matthew chapter 5, it says that we are salt, Christians are salt and light. 
And this is we yeah. we are salt is to preserve good, and the light is to expose the darkness, to, to dispel darkness. And if we're not being salt and light, then we can't call ourselves Christians. We can't stand exactly. up if we can't stand up against this kind of trash. Why in the world would we call ourselves Christians? It's we've got to do something. So yeah. So and if, you know, it, it, and it comes out of love from us to stand up and say no. Um, it comes out of love for us to stand up to these drag queens, and you know, and also to be in prayer for these people on the other side that they will find Christ and know, you know, the love of the one true God. So I mean, you know, prayer is a weapon uh, that we can use to to fight this as well, and also to you know, use our bodies and stand up and speak out. Yeah, I was going to say, I actually was going to touch on that because these men who do this, they're being used by the enemy. They're being, exactly. the, the enemy is going after them and, and and I have no desire to see anyone go to hell. I, I just don't. I, I, I'm an evangelist. I like to go and share the gospel with people all over the country. And I, my hope, even for these Men who dress up like women, my hope is that they would come to know Christ, and Christ would radically, radically transform their lives. But oh, if we and, and he can, Christ can transform anyone. I mean, he can change the hardest of hearts, mm. and he yeah. can make a new creation out of anyone. Yeah, Amen. I believe that a hundred percent. And there, but this, if we're if we're silent, if we say nothing, yeah. nothing will nothing will come of it, and it, the 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 evil that Satan wishes to, to push out into our world will be allowed to do, you know, continue if we say nothing. If we idly, you know, we don't want to offend anybody, we don't hurt anybody's feelings. Well, I honestly yeah. think it's time that we offend somebody and get somebody, because the Bible has things in it that, that are a tad bit offensive sometimes, where I have to, you know, have yeah, to... We have, we have to offend people. We have to stand up for right. We have to protect our children. We have to protect our daughters and our sons. And, you know, if we don't protect them, like, all is lost if we don't stand up and make a stand and say, you know, this is not okay, we're not going to accept it. Yeah. I, I just was thinking about this when I, when I was get, getting set up for this interview. Fifteen years ago, this would, like, we wouldn't even be having this conversation on the radio. Like, there would not yeah. be... You know this even in a segment of society. Yes, there was drag queens. They've, you know, there's been drag queens for a long time, but mm-hmm. 15 years ago we would have had there been a drag queen story hour 15 years ago in our public libraries or our public schools. There would have been a massive outcry by everyone, and this is just exactly. proof that it, it, as as farther. You know, I, I, Ten years ago, we wouldn't have even thought that gay marriage would be an issue. No. Um, and now look where we're at. Oh, and here's the thing. I and I and I said this in 2015 when when gay marriage was legalized. I said, next is pedophilia. They will legalize oh, pedophilia. Right. This is all part of it's this thing called queer theory. I've written extensively about it on my website, uh, 500 Moms Strong. Um, queer theory is um, an ideology that's been being taught in um, starting in universities when I was in college in the late 90s, early 2000s, and it's. It, um, it teaches that there is no gender, there is no age, um, that there is no binary, there is no man, there is no woman, there is no young, there is no old. And the main tenets of queer theory is to push pedophilia, and it pushes the drag thing, it pushes the trans thing. And I remember when I first learned about it in college, thinking, like, this is absurd, like, who would even follow this? And, you know, later on, after I graduated, it really took hold in 
to colleges and universities, and then now it's being adopted by public schools across the country and libraries and city governments. And it's um, it's basically um, queer Marxism is what it is, and that's <laughs> and that's what everyone has adopted, and it is spreading like a virus. So, yeah. you know, if you want to know more about it, you can check out our website. There's under the blog. It's called the Queer Caliphate, and it it, it really explains um, where all of this is coming from. Okay, so I, I, that's what I wanted to ask what, uh, your website. How, do, how can somebody find out more about what you're doing? Yeah, we're uh, 500momstrong.org. Dot .org, okay. Yes, and it's, uh, we, have, we um, post the protests that are happening across the country that uh, we're helping out with, and we have news, and we also have our blog where we write um, about queer theory and the drag issues and trans transactivism issues that are happening uh, in our world today. So you told me about something you guys are doing at Planned Parenthoods because you you said you you have been uh, uh, an activist against abortion as well, and I, I found this interesting. You said you had a church service at Planned Parenthood. Well, yeah, we have um, we have worked with a group called the Church at Planned Parenthood. It was started by Pastor Kim Peters out of Spokane, and his idea was to go and protest abortion through worship and him and several other uh, men and women from the community started to host these services outside Planned Parenthood on the lawn, the public area of the lawn outside, and they play music and they worship God and they preach sermons and they pray for the end of abortion. Mm. And it has gone viral. It's starting to feed the nation. And we had the activist mom who came out um, this last uh, Wednesday um, to speak at the church at Planned Parenthood. And um, Planned Parenthood does abortions, we all know that they sacrifice children, yeah. but they also uh, distribute hormone replacement therapy to teenage children, and they're most likely giving it to underage children without parental consent, and they're, you know, they're already involved in sexually grooming children as well. Um, so Planned Parenthood is a, a tool of, you know, queer theory and, you know, of Satan, you know, to destroy human beings. Mm. Um, they destroy human life. They, you know, prey on vulnerable women, um, and they prey on, you know, confused people who have been confused and with the idea that they're born in the wrong body. Mm -hmm. um, so that that is what the Church and Planned Parenthood is. Um, several chapters across the country, and it's really frightened the people at, that run Planned Parenthood and confuse them. Good. And we're not out there, you know, yelling at them or anything like that. We're not bringing graphic signs. We're not doing anything. We're out there. We're singing and praising Christ at, at the gates of hell. So you're just having a worship service outside the gates of Planned Parenthood. That is phenomenal. I love it. So how would you encourage other moms and other dads to to take a stand against these things? To make a stand? Yes, ma'am. Take well, a stand. Well, you know what? Just find out what's going on. And, you know, even if it's something small, like even going on social media and saying, hey, this is going on, we got to do something about it. And, you know, get involved in the community. Find out what events are happening at the library or in the schools. And, you know, start speaking up. And it, it's a little scary at first because, you know, you will be attacked by the enemy if you start speaking up. But you have to do it. Um, and you have to remember that, you know, they hated Christ before they hated you, and you're doing what, you have to do what's right. So, you know, start organizing, start, you know, organize a protest, call libraries, um, do a, a, um, a petition against the library levies. We actually have some success here um, 
with uh, the county library, with the city library who hosted the Drake Queen Story Hour, and they did two of them. Um, and with the, the large outcry, and we had a petition going to say to the county library that if they hosted a Drake Queen Story Hour, we would not vote for their levy to get them their money. And so they found out that we were, we were you know, circulating the petition and the, the vote was coming up for their levy. And they came out and publicly, you know, completely distanced themselves from the city library and said that they will not and they never will host the Drag Queen Story Hour. So these are, these are things you can do to, you know, scare these people. And if you sit back and don't do anything, you know, they're going to keep, they're going to be emboldened and keep doing it. But if you actually stand up there and start making noise and, and bringing the light um, to the situation of what's going on, then, you know, things will happen. And, and these people in power, if you, you play with their money, they're going to get really scared because they need their money. Um, so those are the things that, that you can do um, as these ordinary citizens. You know, contact your state legislators too and tell them, hey, this try and get funding away from these libraries who do this. Yeah. And those, there's, you know, there's many things that you can do to, to try and combat it. Well, great. Well, I thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to be on the program today. Um, mm-hmm. Before yeah, we go, thank before you we so go, much for, for uh, interviewing me, and um, I really wish good luck to the protest that's happening in Oklahoma and Tulsa at the Magic City Books on the 31st. Um, the ladies out there have done an amazing job organizing and protesting, and you know they're an example of, of what you know mama bears can do. <laughs> you know, that's you right. Mess with our kids, you're gonna mess with the mama bear. <laughs> don't don't so, get mama bear. Um, Oof. I just encourage everyone to come out and support them. Yep. So it's five hundred. Say well, the website again. It's five hundred momsstrong.org. Five hundred moms moms or mom. It's mom. Five hundred momsstrong. Dot org. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Well, guys, I really hope that that encouraged and challenged you to actually step out and realize that you, as an individual, can make a difference in your community. Do not let the enemy have a foothold in your community. Stand up for what's right. Stand up for biblical principles. This is our greatest hour, and we need men and women who are going to stand for the gospel of Jesus Christ. Thank you all so much for listening to the program today. As always, you can check out more about what we're doing at www.calebgordon.com. Love you all. Have a great week. This program has been brought to you by DSR, a technology company that has been investing in Bartles of a Families for over 35 years. DSR, we deliver technology.